welcome to this week's edition of the Taught by Grace podcast. We will explore God's Word to learn how we can live by God's grace and for His glory. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. Here's your host, Noah Hooper. For 40 years, Woody Durham was the voice of the Tar Heels. He announced four of North Carolina's national titles, milestone wins for Dean Smith, and many other basketball and football games. During all of those events, Woody had a favorite phrase that he is still known for even after his death. Go where you go and do what you do. Carolina fans heard this and knew they needed to head to that chair to watch the Tar Heels take on the Blue Devils. Now, what does that have to do with this theology episode? I recount that story to you to point out that many people have a favorite phrase that they go to again and again. And this week, we're going to look at one of Paul's favorite phrases. In his New Testament epistles, the phrase, in Christ, comes up again and again. It was one of his favorite phrases to describe the believer's position in Christ, and I think it will be one of yours as well by the end of this episode. So let's begin by just pointing out a few places wherein Paul used this phrase. In Romans 8 and verse 1, he says, We have no condemnation because we are in Christ. Then later, we are united to other believers in Christ, Romans 12, 5. We are sanctified in Christ, 1 Corinthians 1 and verse 2. We are promised future resurrection in Christ, 1 Corinthians 15. We are made new creatures in Christ, 2 Corinthians 5 and 17. We are seated in heavenly places in Christ, Ephesians 2, 6. We are God's handiwork. In Christ, Ephesians 2.10. Now, these are just a few references, but they remind us of how often this phrase is used in the New Testament. It is used a lot because we need to know it a lot. To be in Christ is the greatest possible position a person can be in. If you are not in Christ, nothing else matters. But if you are in Christ... Nothing else matters. The complete identity of the believer can be wrapped up in the phrase, in Christ. For in Christ we are righteous, sanctified, and glorified. In Christ we are holy, just, and pure. In Christ we are united to other believers. In Christ we have hope that is eternal. This phrase is obviously repeated again and again and again throughout the New Testament. And it sounds awesome. But what does it mean? What does the phrase in Christ actually mean? This two-word phrase is a declaration of our identity. It proclaims who we are and in whom we stand. The believer's identity is not in their works, ability, or spiritual prowess. Their identity is that they are in Christ. This phrase describes the union that you and I share with Jesus Christ. To be in Christ is a declaration that for you who have believed in Jesus and are following Jesus, that you are united to Him. He does not just associate with you or come beside you, but He is united with you. Now there is much deeper application of that, but I I just want to focus on the positional aspect of it today. Why are we righteous before God? 
How are we in heavenly places already, like Ephesians 2, verse 6 tells us, but we are still on earth? How are we wretched sinners that are given the titles of saints, blessed and holy? It is because we are in Christ. It is because we are united to Him. The believer is united with Christ. Therefore, Christ's righteousness is your righteousness. To unite something is to bring it together so that it is inseparable. That means in everything that you are in Him, it is inseparable from Jesus. Your sin is inseparable from Jesus because Jesus became sin for you on the cross. We see that in 2 Corinthians 5.21. Your righteousness is inseparable from Jesus because His righteousness is given to you. We are righteous in Him. And if you are united to someone or something, it would take something absolutely catastrophic to separate you, and that cannot and will not happen with Jesus. Do you ever fear that you might be separated from God? Paul addressed those fears in Romans 8 verses 35 through 39. Let me remind you of this. If you are in Christ, if you are united to Him, then for you and I to be separated from God would be like Jesus separating him from himself. If he sent you to hell for you who are in Christ, it would almost be like you would have to send Jesus to hell as well. That is how secure you are in Christ. Nothing can separate you from the love of God because the love of God is in Christ. And if you are in Christ, you are inseparable from His love. When God sees you, He sees who Jesus is and what He has done for you in Him. You can never be separated from God's love because you are in Christ. God would have to separate Jesus from himself if he were to separate you from himself. That is how identified with Jesus we are. That is what it means to be united to Jesus Christ. Can I say it like this? Nothing can separate you. Nothing can take you away. Nothing can change that because you are in him. And this is how we are promised future resurrection. This is how we are promised that we will make it to heaven one day because we are in Him. And Jesus has already done the work. He has already ascended. He has already finished the work. So though you and I are still physically on earth, we are not yet glorified physically. We are not yet finished in our sanctification. But we are as good as already there because we are in Him. And to be in Him is the promise that it will be finished because it is already finished in him oh these are two of the greatest words ever and i hope that this favorite phrase of the apostle paul will become one of your favorite phrases as well to be in christ it is to be united in him therefore we can never be separated from him Thank you for listening to this week's edition of the Taught by Grace podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, I hope you will consider subscribing and leaving a review on whatever podcast platform you listen to it on. 
So I hope you will join me next week on the next edition of the Taught by Grace podcast. Thank you.